Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Wake Not Woke podcast. I'm your host, Ben the Conservatarian. First, I wanted to talk about something really good that happened. So, in a Pennsylvania high school, there were a couple hundred students that decided to go out and protest against allowing biological males into female bathrooms. So that was great to see, because we shouldn't be accepting this sort of garbage. If you're a biological male, then you should be going in a male bathroom. Same thing with biological females. You should be going in a female bathroom. We should quit accepting this kind of mental disorder garbage. We shouldn't be accepting it. We shouldn't be bending our knee. We shouldn't be going down and kneeling at the altar of this wokest garbage. We shouldn't be accepting this sort of crap. So I'm glad that these students stood up and protested this. And then did anybody hear about Sam Brighton and the fact that he had a couple of charges against him back in 2022? I think it was in like November sometime. So if anybody doesn't know, he was the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Spent Fuel and Waste disposition and the funny thing is is he is literally getting the same sweetheart deal that hunter biden almost got he was facing up to 15 years total for the two alleged thefts however in both cases the presiding judge ruled jail time wasn't necessary Does that surprise anybody, especially when you're a part of the Biden White House regime? Of course not. They don't care about any of this stuff. Merrick Garland hasn't done shit. What about Mayorkas? What about the border? Oh yeah, that's right. The the non-existent border? The one that you don't have enough border agents down there? Plus there's video? Of those border agents cutting the fencing and allowing illegals in. Not to mention all the fentanyl. And all the human trafficking, drug trafficking, sex trafficking. All the sort of stuff that we're seeing on down at the border. Yeah, there's nothing to see here, anybody. (laughs) There's nothing to see. Nothing's going on. We shouldn't be worrying about nothing. We got the security under control down here at the border but you know what was something interesting and something that was really great is the fact that merrick garland went in front of congress yesterday and there are some great sound bites this guy got hit pretty damn hard and he should be impeached and i think that he should honestly end up serving time in prison i am so sick and tired of the fact that all these politicians can basically be treasonous to the American citizens and absolutely nothing happens to them. They commit crimes, they have a dereliction of duty, they do absolutely nothing, they're appointed by the clown himself, Joe Biden, and nothing happens. Absolutely nothing happens. It's like we're seeing a damn movie. I don't know, who knows, maybe we are. (laughs) And then I'm gonna play a clip of Congresswoman Sparts talking to Merrick Garland. 
And the crazy thing is, is she's she wasn't originally born here in America. But you know what? I think that she has more backbone and more tenacity than a lot of American citizens do. American citizens need to wake up and they need to realize exactly what is going on. And the fact that we have this tyrannical group that is literally trying to take over America right now. But they're too busy being distracted by their cell phone. They're too busy being distracted by television. They're too distracted by watching TikTok videos and playing on social media. People need to wake the hell up and realize what is going on. So I'm going to go ahead and play this clip. American not to be afraid of my government. But I wanted to tell you and I want to share with you and get your thoughts on that. Are you aware that a lot of Americans are now uh, afraid of being prosecuted by your department? Are you aware about that? Are you aware of that? I'm just saying, are you aware or not? Uh, I think that uh, constant attacks on the department and saying no, it's that not attacks. Well, let me let me give you an example. I don't know we talk about January 6 people. I'm sorry? Here, there, there are some people came on January 6. There are probably were some people that came on January 6 here, you know, that had bad intent. But a lot of good Americans from my district came here because they are sick and tired of this government not serving them. They came with strollers and the kids, and there was chaotic situation because the proper security wasn't provided. That's a question that was answered really why. Why we debated for 45 minutes on the floor and didn't stop the debate after the people broke in into the Capitol. But these people came, they were throwing the smoke bombs into the crowd with strollers with kids. People were showed up, you know, FBI agent to people's houses. You had in my district, in my town, FBI phone numbers all over the district. Please call, call that. People are truly afraid. I just want to make sure if you're not aware that you are. And this is a big problem when people are afraid of their own government. And I'll share some other things. We're talking about justice system. I don't question, you're probably not a bad person. I don't know you, but well, I'll tell you, you're in charge of the department. And people right now feel, you know, I look at Durham report and I call on the FISA violations of queries of millions of Americans, right? It's like KGB, but when I read Durham reports, we have this, you have a nice, you know, playbook. First, let's have a special counsel, and then you don't have to answer any questions here. Then, let's extend slow walk investigation on Hillary Clinton, on Hunter, everything is slow walk. We were very quick on Donald Trump, but you were very slow walk. Then, by the time, you know, that investigation and its statute of limitation expired, and all of your agents need to be tested for amnesia, no one recalls anything. Okay, you probably should have as part of your hiring policy. So no one held accountable, which was uh, egregious what happened, you know, in that report. When I read with them, I can't believe it happened in the United States of America. This is my frustration. I'll be honest with you. Then it's very interesting, you know, regardless what it is, even people in Obama administration raise concerns. You know, how can President Sands be serving on, you know, corrupt Ukrainian oligarchs? Do you understand that it actually can undermine 
the war in Ukrainian effort and policy, I think these concerns were raised. The Obama administration didn't do anything about it. These people are dying right now, and Americans don't trust this president. So you, I want to ask you one thing. You know, as you, you know, I don't need answer because I know you're not going to, but I think you're probably a good American and you care. And a lot of these people are so afraid they cover up this stuff, I think, in your department because they're embarrassed that what we became as a country to say that what our Department of Justice became. That allows Russians to do propaganda in Chinese. It allows them to destabilize our country. That is danger. She is 100% correct about that. And that's the thing is you aren't going to get a straight answer from Merrick Garland. I'm going to play another clip. He was getting roasted pretty hard yesterday. And it's good. He should be. He should be held accountable for all the stuff that he's doing because he is in charge of the Department of Justice. And the fact that we've seen this multi-tier justice system, the fact that we've known about Hunter Biden and his laptops and his dealings with Burisma and Rosemont Seneca and the 20 shell companies and all the millions of dollars that he owes the IRS. I've known about this before Joe Biden was ever president. But the thing is, is they've been trying to hide this from the American people, and it's absolutely ridiculous. Nothing is being done. We need to hold these people accountable, because in my opinion, they're treasonous. If you're holding American people to one standard, and then you guys are holding yourself to a different standard, a lower standard, a standard in which you can make a lot of money off the American people. You can ha do these print pro quo stuff. You can start proxy wars. You can slush fund your money. Well, the rest of the American people have to pay their taxes and have to follow the rules, but you guys don't give a damn about it. So here's a, here's a clip of Matt Gates talking with Merrick Garland. I guess I'm just wondering, Mr. Attorney General, has anyone at the department told President Biden to knock it off with Hunter? I mean, you guys are charging Hunter Biden on some crimes, investigating him on, on others. You've got the president bringing Hunter Biden around to state dinners. Has anyone told him to knock it off? Our job in the Justice Department is to pursue our cases without reference uh, to what's happening in the outside world. But just yes or no, have you done that? That is what we do. So it's a no? No one that I know of has spoken to the White House about the Hunter Biden case. I'm wondering then. Okay, I got it. I got it. So Hunter Biden is selling art to pay for his $15,000 a month rent in Malibu. How can you guarantee that the people buying that art aren't doing so to gain favor with the president? The job of the Justice Department is to investigate criminal allegations. We have information. Are you investigating this? I mean, someone who bought Hunter Biden's art ended up with a prestigious appointment to a federal position. Doesn't it look weird that he's making, he's become this immediate success in the art world as his dad is president of the United States? Isn't that odd? I'm not going to comment about any specific. Not going to comment, not going to investigate. So right. Hunter Biden associate Devin Archer told us that Hunter sold the appearance of access to then Vice President Biden. Are you confident he has stopped doing that? I'm sorry, I didn't understand the question. Hunter Biden associate Devin Archer told us that Hunter sold the appearance of access to then Vice President Biden. Are you confident he has stopped? I'm going to say again that all these matters are within the purview of Mr. Weiss. 
I have not interfered with them, and yeah, I do not. Yeah, but if you were confident that he had stopped, you could. And I do not intend to us. interfere with it. I want to. So it was a lot of Chinese money that was working its way through these shell companies into the accounts of the Biden family. So the China Initiative was set up during the Trump administration at the Department of Justice to go after the malign influence of, of the Chinese Communist Party, and the Biden Justice Department dissolved the China initiative. So I guess I'm wondering, does the department have any documents uh, that would detail the basis for why you got rid of the China initiative that President Trump had set up? The Assistant Attorney General for the National Security Division gave a long speech which explained that. He has testified before Congress several times. We'd be happy to provide you with What's the basis? Just tell us all now. What, why, why was the China initiative dissolved? What, uh, the, what the Assistant Attorney General said was that we face attacks from four nation states, North Korea, China, Russia, and Iran, and that we need to focus our attention on the broad range of these attacks. Sometimes we but, don't but, but wait know. Wait a second. You don't, are you saying that North Korea has the same malign influence risk to the United States as the Chinese Communist Party? Are you, are you trying to represent there's some parity there? Because here's what it looks like. It looks like the Chinese gave all this money to the Bidens, and then you guys came in and got rid of the China initiative, and it was successful. Like, I, I saw one rationale that you guys got rid of the China initiative because it was racial profiling. But, but one of the people you convicted was a guy named Charles Lieber, who was a Harvard professor taking $50,000 a month to do China's bidding and give them whatever research was being done. Are, are you aware of the millions of dollars that moved through Rob Walker's shell companies from Chinese Communist Party entities into Biden family bank accounts? Are you aware of that? There were a lot of questions that you just asked. Let me start with the first one about North Korea. North Korea is a dangerous actor, both kinetically and with respect to cyber. But not on par with China. I'm on I'm the not, armed services I'm not committee, in the Mr. Business Attorney right General. Now, it's, may, okay, it's, it makes you, you look unserious to suggest may that. May I answer your question or not? Answer the question about whether or not you know about all the millions of dollars that so moved you don't want Rob me Walker's to answer into. about North Korea. I already know the answer, and so does everyone. They're not the same risk as China. So let's get on to serious questions and serious answers. Do you know about the money that moved through Rob Walker's shell companies, yes or no? As I have said repeatedly, I have left ma these matters to Mr. Weiss. I've not intruded. I've not interfered. I've not tried things. to find out it's what like he knows. It's like you're looking the other way on purpose it's because everybody knows this stuff's happening. And you know what? People don't pay bribes to not get something in return. Right. We, the, the China initiative resulted in the convictions of a Harvard professor, of someone at Monsanto. So we were working against the Chinese. They paid the Bidens. And now we're, now you're sitting here telling me that I'm, North Korea is the big threat. I'm I got to get to this one thing on January. Well, 6th. I, I, so did the FBI, did the FBI lose count of the number of paid informants on January 6th? Let me did answer you? your question about China. I China want you to answer this question. Most... I only get five minutes. You've already you, sort of, I think, screwed the pooch on China. So January 6th, did you lose count of the number of federal assets? Did you lose count and order an audit? Gentlemen's time has expired. I, I get an answer to the question of did, he, did they lose count? Well, let him number? answer the question. The time has expired. The, the Attorney General can respond. China is the most aggressive, most dangerous Mr. adversary Mr. Attorney General, the United I think States the... faces, and we are doing everything within our power to rebut that, to stop that, to prevent their invasions, both kinetic, both um, and through cyberspace, and we will continue. If, you, to if do someone that. gave that answer in your courtroom when you were a judge, you would tell them they were being non-responsive, and you would direct them to answer the question. Point of order, your it's absolutely pathetic. He really thinks that North Korea is a bigger threat than China. 
<laughs> uh, it's not even on the same. We aren't even playing the same game here. That's like the that's like the JV against the varsity, and it's not even like that. It's like I don't know fifth graders against the varsity team. We're not even we're not even talking. They aren't even in the same league. Ah, it's just absolutely pathetic. You know, he doesn't care about Hunter Biden's laptop. He doesn't care about all the money that Joe Biden has been enriching himself with. All the all the all the companies that he has. That he's been making all this money. He doesn't care about any of that. He doesn't care about the Jan 6 provocateurs. Because we know that it existed. We know that there was FBI agents, lots of them that were there on January 6th, and they're the same sons of bitches that were causing all the chaos. I'm not saying that there was nobody that wasn't just your normal, average American citizen that maybe maybe didn't do a little bit of nefarious stuff. I'm not saying that that didn't exist. But by and large, it was provocateurs sent there to shut up all the Trump supporters, to shut up everybody that questioned the election and how it was going down. All the different discrepancies that we saw in 2020. All the ballot harvesting. All the 3 a.m. dumps. All the different things that they were doing. Oh, the water was breaking. Oh, we better shut down. We better shut down the counting. But you know what? Everybody went home. And then they just kept running the same, the same boxes. They just kept running them over and over and over and over again. It's very interesting. And it's very pathetic that somebody like Merrick Garland still has a job. It's absolutely crazy. It's pick on Merrick Garland day today. <laughs> I'm going to play this other clip here. And this is Massey talking to Merrick Garland. So I'm not going to violate this norm of, uh, of, of uh, the rule of law. I'm not going to comment on an investigation that's ongoing. Peter, Nav Peter Navarro was indicted for contempt of Congress. Aren't you, in fact, in contempt of Congress when you give us this answer? This is an answer that's appropriate at a press conference. It's not an answer that's appropriate when we are asking questions, we are the committee that is responsible for your creation, for your existence of your department. You cannot continue to give us these answers. Aren't you in fact in contempt of Congress when you refuse to answer? Congressman, I have the greatest respect for Congress. I also have the greatest respect for the Constitution and laws of the United States. Um, the I think it's absolutely hilarious. He has no respect for the Constitution. He has no respect for Congress. He's one of these bureaucrats that thinks he is above the law because we see exactly what is happening with the Justice Department. That's absolutely 100% pathetic. The protection of pending uh, investigations and ongoing investigations as I briefly discussed in another uh, dialogue a few moments ago, goes back to the separation of powers, which gives to the executive branch the sole authority to conduct prosecutions. Um, it's a requirement of due process and uh, respect for those who are under investigation, the protection of their civil rights. 
Well, with all, with, all due, with, with all due respect, respect with all due respect to that, uh, Iran-Contra was an ongoing investigation, and that didn't stop Congress from getting the answers. And you're getting in the way of our constitutional duty. You're signing the Constitution. I'm going to cite it. It's our constitutional duty to do oversight. Now, in that video, that was your answer to a question to me two years ago. When I said how many agents or assets of the government were present on January 5th and January 6th and agitating in the crowd to go into the Capitol and how many went into the Capitol, can you answer that now? I don't know the answer to that question. Oh, last time, you don't know how many there were or there were none? I don't know the answer to either of those questions. If there were any, I don't know how many. You've I don't know whether there are any. I think you may have just perjured yourself that you don't know that there were any. You want to say that again, that you don't know that there were any? I have any? no personal knowledge of this matter. I think what I said the you've, last time. You've had two years to find it. out. And, and today, by the way, that was in reference to Ray Epps. And yesterday you indicted him. <laughs> Isn't that a wonderful coincidence on a misdemeanor? Meanwhile, you're sending grandmas to prison. You're putting people away for 20 years for merely filming. Some people weren't even there, yet you've got the guy on video who's saying go into the Capitol. He's directing people to the Capitol before the speech ends. He's at the site of the first breach. You've got all the goods on him, 10 videos, and it's an, and it's an indictment for a misdemeanor? The American public isn't buying it. 100% multi-tier justice system. Merrick Garland doesn't care about the Constitution. He doesn't care about justice. That's why he gives Ray Epps a misdemeanor. We know that bastard was an FBI provocateur. We know that he was involved. Let's go to the Capitol. Charge the Capitol. Yeah. And then he's like, he's like, I did my job. Let's go. Once everybody breaks in, once the other provocateurs break into the Capitol and people start going in there. Ah, I've done my job. Turns around and leaves. I hope that he purged himself. It sure sounds like it. It's just absolutely pathetic how far our country has fallen. And what an absolute 100% loser Merrick Garland is. And then this clip is going to be a clip where they are bringing up the fact that Joe Biden talked to the president and the prime minister about fire and Shokin. Shokin was the investigator that was investigating Hunter Biden and Burisma. But Joe Biden made sure that he'd get that guy fired. And I'm sure that almost everybody has at least heard this one once or twice. I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from Pay attention, uh, sir, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against I'm the looking. state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "Nah." I said, "I'm not going. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said, call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." 
Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who there was solid. Mr. Attorney General, what you just saw, there was Joe Biden in his arrogance and role as the vice president in this country saying, if you don't fire Shokin, the United States isn't given the $1 billion loan. Why would Joe Biden say that as the vice president? Why would he say such a thing? Was it policy? Was it our policy at the time? Yes or no? It wasn't. I have documents here. Interagency policy committee dated a couple of information. Is the gentleman ever going to let the I'm on my time piped down. Saying Shokin had made significant reforms. He's made significant reforms. Shokin did. Matter of fact, John Kerry says he was impressive. And you know, within a few months after Shokin was fired, they appoint a prosecutor that said, we're not going to look into Burisma anymore. Cancel that. Forget it. We're not looking into Burisma. Boom. Here comes the million dollars. Joe Biden threatened the Ukrainian president and the prime minister. Everybody can see it. The fire Shokin or the United States won't give the billion dollars. If that is not quid pro quo, sir, what is? I will tell you what it is, and America agrees with me. It's bribery, and it's impeachable. Are you going to do something about it? I bet I'm you I'm not, I'm and that's why you, sir, also need to be impeached. A hundred percent. He's not going to investigate Joe Biden. He's done everything he could to cover up everything. All the pay-for-play, all the money that was spent, all the laundering, all that stuff, the firing of the investigator, Shokin. But you know what? Maybe something will happen. I wonder how much of the lamestream mainstream news is even talking about any of this stuff. They're pathetic. They're pathetic like our federal government is. I do like the fact that they are grilling Merrick Garland. We'll see where it goes. I think it's absolutely pathetic that you got Zelensky here dancing around, dancing for money, because he's got to have his billions of dollars over there in Ukraine to fight that proxy war. <laughs> Absolutely 100% pathetic. So crazy. So, so crazy. So anyways, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm on Podbean, Spotify, Samsung, iHeart, Chromecast, and Amazon. So like, share, and subscribe to it. Leave comments down below. And then I want to give a shout out to my buddies over at the Solomon Clothing Company. Everything is 100% made in America. All the cotton, all the stitching, all the leather, all the embroideries. Everything is 100% made in America. There's no outsourcing whatsoever. So head over to their website, type in the promo code AWAKENOTWOKE at checkout, and you'll get 10% off on your purchase. So like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Wake Not Woke podcast. Everybody, thanks for listening.